to Season 5 of the Getting Into Good Trouble podcast, where we get into good trouble so you don't have to. Each podcast episode will explore an ongoing or recently resolved international protest. Hello, I'm Madison Dunn. I'm Charlotte McNerney. I'm Matthew Duncan. And I'm Quint McGrath. This episode of Getting Into Good Trouble podcast will focus on the teacher wage protests in Portugal. So, what's some basic information about this protest? Well, this protest is the Portugal wage protest, and it's in, it's all across Portugal, specifically in the capital, Lisbon, and it's been going on, and it's been, it's still ongoing for almost a year now, and it's overall peaceful. We talked to Bruno Santos, a journalist from the Portugal News, who wrote an article called Room Rents Increased in Lisbon and Porto. We read this article, and he's an expert on all things related to these protests. Um, is the Do you think, is the government doing enough to help the situation for the teacher wage protests? I don't think so, because they're still being scheduled new protests, protests every day. So I think that the government isn't doing enough, at least in the teacher's opinion. And basically, as we are living under a political crisis since our prime minister resigned, has the protest affected the schools and the kids in the schools? I think it affected most uh, first grade students because they need to learn how to read, how to write, and not having a teacher to help them is very complicated because teachers are on strike, uh, being present in demonstrations and stuff like that. So the students won't be able to, to have classes and parents and other people won't have the tools, the skills, and the means to to help the children to learn how to read, for example, or learn math and stuff like that. And I think it also affected and still affects a lot the high school students as they have to to make exams to enter the university. And not being prepared by a teacher is very complicated so they can have good grades to, to enter the university they want. So I think it affected most first grade students and high school students. Do you personally have a connection with teachers? If so, what do they tell you about like where their motives came from to protest? I don't talk with teachers every day, but I follow my teachers when I was a student uh, on Facebook and I see what they post there. Uh, and basically their motives are because of their salaries. In Portugal, as, teach, as the education is public, uh, the government pays teachers. So what happens is as for the longest that you're teaching, the higher will be your salary. What happened is that the careers are like frozen. So teachers have been working for six years without having a raise. And this is the, the main concerning of, of the teachers. But of course, there are other things. For example, in high school, we have grades from 1 to 20 and teachers are obligated to give certain grades. They can't give to a student the grade that the student deserves because in certain class, there are more than, for example, five students that deserve a 19, for example, and they can't give six students a 19 because of that, uh, of that rule. Uh, the same goes for the lack of teachers. There are not teachers entering the school. So all the teachers that are teaching are mostly above 35 years old as the the students that come from university don't want to go to the public schools because of all that situation about the salaries 
and um, everything everything else. Many news sources aren't really reporting this outside of Portugal. Why do you think that is? I don't think that it's interesting for other countries to write about the, the means of communication to write about teachers' protests in Portugal, in my opinion. Um, for example, in Europe, there's a lot of political crisis happening all over the country. So I think they don't concern a lot about what teachers are going through here in Portugal, as we are a very small country. Uh, the skyrocketing cost of living in Portugal, do you think that is playing a big part in the protest? I think it is. As I mentioned to you, the, the salaries thing, as the cost of living is getting higher and higher every day, the rents are being impossible to pay, the food is getting much expensive. So I think that teachers want to have a fair salary for their work so they can afford their living, afford their children needs and their their needs, of course. Does this protest affect you in any way? How would the outcome of this protest affect you if the teachers got what they wanted? Personally, it doesn't affect me a lot, but probably my sister is the one most affected by the protests. She is an high school student and regarding all the, the motives I told you before, she's affected by it. Of course, I, I would be affected. I am affected in in a way that I feel my sister's concerning, you know? And so, yeah, that's how it affected me. Uh, the outcome of, of the protests will not affect me in any way because if the government can afford the teacher's salary, it's okay for me because I will still pay my taxes. I still have many things to pay. I don't work at a public uh, institution, so it won't affect me in, in any way. Does the protest mainly affect, like, big cities or smaller communities too? I think the protests affect all country, mainland Portugal especially, because in the Azores and Madeira, the islands, the, the, the law is a little bit different, so the teachers in the, in the island are not protesting like the, the teachers in mainland Portugal. But we, there's district, district strikes, so that affects only a certain part of the country, and there's also national strikes that affect all country. So it affects all the territory, basically. Bruno talked about personally relating to this, these protests. His sister's in high school, and he's concerned for her because she's trying to get into university. These protests are making it hard because she doesn't have a lot of support from the teachers around her. We spoke to Mr. Sims, a math teacher here at Mount Vernon, and he has general knowledge on how math and finance relate to cost of living. Their um, wages currently right now are between 1,000 and 2,000 euros um, a month, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And, and like, as a teacher, do you think this would, like, be enough to live comfortably in America? Not, not well, especially not here in Atlanta. Yeah. I think the, I think the standard cost of living in Atlanta right now is probably, what, for a median household I think is like 65 at least probably 70 and so if that uh if it's just a if it's a thousand to two thousand I mean you're that's only 24 and I think I think to be like poverty level is close to 12 15 grand a year so if that's if that's not even after tax in the U.S. like you, you also got to include taxes with that mm -hmm. so I mean you'd probably lose 30 percent 40 percent of it probably well probably a little bit less yeah but still I mean that's 
not a lot to to live on especially even if you had a family i mean single maybe but it'd be tough since the end of COVID, has the economy leveled out again and is it back on track or is it still out of control um from what i from keeping up with it right now it sounds like there was a lot of fears of it about to crash due to like supply chain issues you had the war in ukraine um and then um i mean currently with what's going on in israel and things like that i think uh the market there was a lot of fears of like a massive recession and for us to like fall into some issues and i think uh with uh interest rates being pushed up like they were again a lot of people kept kind of expecting the bottom to fall out and the market kind of reacted that way so i know like a lot of people that were investing had lost some money but i don't think it ever really truly fell out as people thought it it we kind of landed kind of softly and i think even now i think the stock market itself hit a milestone i think last week for for like the most either the greatest gains in a week or the greatest gains in a month so i don't think it's as bad as a lot of people think it is i, I think the economy there's still i mean there's still going to be some issues with because of interest rates and things like that and what people can afford um but what was really funny is i think people are still like there was always a fear of like like the economy is going to shrink because people are going to stop spending money. But it, like, I think on the radio this morning, it said the expectations that people are going to tip more, like people traveled way more than people were kind of expecting this past couple months and years. And then uh, I think people are expected to still spend a decent amount during Christmas and not save as much. Do you think that's partly because of COVID and that everything's I, starting to get back on track? I think definitely for traveling because uh, I know when we were trying to get my daughter's passport, like it was even expedited. It was taking like six months just to get it done versus like the standard like month or two because people were renewing since everybody's passports expired during COVID um, and then started traveling last year, I think, or like this past summer. So I do think it's, I, th I do think it is COVID related. It's kind of interested to see given that like the pandemic and like the shutdown occurred almost three years ago now, like we're coming up almost on four years of like when that actually went down, like how much that is still making an impact or not. Like, I don't know if it's still directly correlated or not. Um, I feel like, especially as a teacher, like looking at even to extend it to like students and student abilities and if they're gaps and things like that, like how much that's still influenced given that people that may have been in middle school during the pandemic when that hit during those like developing years or whatever like have our seniors are about to graduate now so like like for y'all like if, if like if there's a gap is that really because of what happened in like elementary school it'd be kind of interesting so i don't know what the i don't know if there is a correlation or if like the causation connects with that or not it'd be it'd be interesting so if you were in like the position of the teachers of portugal would you because they're going on strike. Would right. you go on strike and protest? And I don't know. I mean, it's it's tough because, like, I, I think if I was part of that culture, I probably would. Given that I'm here and I haven't had to necessarily worry too much about that, like, I, my attitude has always been, like, I want to teach because I enjoy teaching and, like, being with y'all. And, like, if I'm not in the room to help y'all, I feel like I'm hurting y'all, like, as students. Um, so like, I don't like getting sick. Like, even if I made a million dollars, like I'd still stay here to teach. I think being there, like, I feel like you have to, to fight for like a living wage, but I don't have to think about that here. So it's hard to like put myself in those shoes. Yeah. I hope I would, cause I would want to stand up with the rest of the teachers and like the people that we work with. Like if I was there that I would do that and I would pick it and kind of walk out to make a point. But if we're worried about gaps causing COVID without teachers, like 
being in the classroom and students being in the classroom and this almost creates the same situation. So like, yeah. it's hard. Um, compared to America, are Portugal's prices or wages like about the same ratio? Like we said earlier, um, the wages in Portugal are around 1,000 to 2,000 euros, which converts to around 2,000 US dollars. So the only high school I've ever taught at is here. So I, and I, I don't really have any education-based training for teaching in public school. I'm understanding that public school does not pay a lot. What's the average income for a, in do you think, in Georgia, Holloway? 55? Yeah, so this is roughly a half of what the standard public school teacher would have here um, in terms of what they're doing in Portugal. Like Mr. Sim said, the teacher wage in Portugal is less than half of the pay rate in the U.S. Portugal's average pay rate is about $23,619, and the U.S. average pay rate is about $57,543. This is a huge difference, and also, the U.S. pay rate is already considered really low. The Socialists, led by Prime Minister Antonia Costa, won the election a year ago. However, since being brought into office, they faced a bumpy ride with 13 ministers and secretaries of state leaving their roles. Before the strike was conducted, Joe Acosta, the education minister in Portugal, proposed a new model of recruitment and placement of teachers. This action was a spark to the protest. Portugal had also faced rising inflation. Overall, inflation rose by 9.6%, and food prices alone rose by 18.9%. The strike first started in December 2022 and the first protest was held on January 14, 2023. They demanded better working conditions and higher wages. The protesters also wanted Education Minister Joe Acosta to step down to his new model of recruitment and teacher placement plan. The protest was organized by the Union of All Educational Professionals. Some of the protesters were black to mourn the state of what once was the education sector and what it has become. It was reported that 100,000 were present. Because of the strikes, many students have not been able to access education. Some of the important people involved in the protest are the Socialist Party, specifically the Education Minister Joe Acosta and the Prime Minister Antonio Acosta. Some of the protesters are Maria Duarte, who is a history teacher. She stated that before one of the marches, teachers deserve a fair salary because we've worked all our lives. We've never been corrupt, and we've never stolen like the bad example that is, unfortunately, coming from politicians. Another protester, Lucinda Lopez, stated, We have to be respected. They must give us what is rightfully ours, and they can't take away what little we have. These quotes can be found in the thousands of teachers take to lips in the streets to demand higher wages article by Currently, the the teacher wage protest is still going on and there is no resolution because of the political crisis going on. The Prime Minister has basically stepped down and the government cannot fully function. Yeah, and this affects Portugal a lot because until um, teachers get a better salary, they can't provide for their families and they'll continue to protest until this happens, which will affect students. Thank you for listening to this episode of Getting Into Good Trouble podcast.